you by Relentless MMA and Fitness. Hey guys, um, we're about to start the episode, but before we do, I want to ask you guys a favor. The way that we get this show out to more people, and if you guys would do us the favor to help us pay the fee of just giving us a review on iTunes and also um, go out and share this to social media, help us grow the show, that would be awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. We're going to get started with Man Up Podcast, episode 22, right now. Peace. It's that time. You have a set of core values of being steel. You can be special, but you're not special. And the only way to become special is through effort. Nobody said life was easy, so if you get knocked down, take the standing eight count, get back up, and fight again. If you're not hitting all your Fs, your faith, your family, your fitness, and your finance, your four Fs, if you're not successful in all four areas, you're not successful. Brought to you by Relentless MMA and Fitness. It's Welcome to another episode of the Man Up Podcast. I believe it's episode number 22. And we got Mo back on this week because Tyler decided to be a little bitch and not show up to record because he's a punk. That's, that's gay. Everybody's pretty. That's not gay. You can't I mean, say gay I, is in derogatory terms anymore. I didn't, I didn't, it's 2021. I didn't, I didn't I'd still do, that. though. I still say gay and queer and. I say all the same. Man, when I was a kid, we grew up playing Samir the Queer and all that stuff. Of course. It wasn't even like a homosexual reference to me. It was just like, that's the queer and you got to smear him. That's a fun game. What yeah. would you call it now? I don't know. What do what do people call Samir the Queer now? If you know, shoot it to Man Up Podcast 1990. Is it, or is it 90? Man Up Podcast 90 at gmail.com. If you know what the new name for smear the queer is in 2021 they probably don't even have a play that game anymore because no, it was pretty savage you know like yeah. one kid hits the ball and then we all just, just <laughs> dog him and then you throw the ball up and then whoever grabs like wow i don't even under, i don't even remember why i ever wanted to catch the ball because there's no win in the game i don't think i don't right. remember there being a way to win you only wanted to catch the ball like at the beginning of the game when you still had all your energy and your you know your wits about you but is, is the more you got winded and gassed, I didn't really want to catch it then. If I'm being honest, show how tough you were in the beginning. Maybe to see how many you can I just, shove off. I just not. A, I just didn't. I don't know. Because okay. you just have to run around and dodge, folks. It's kind of like uh, CrossFit. Uh, what? When what's his face? He didn't want to be the best at exercising. And you know, like with Smear the Queer, you're you're just the best at dodging, folks, for five minutes or so. It's like dodgeball, but people. Yep. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I didn't play it that much. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, we played it. I probably played it like ten times as a kid. I didn't I play it all the time. It, I think we played it a lot. We had different versions of it that we played a lot, though. There was one version we played. We called it rugby, and I think it's because we didn't know how rugby worked. <laughs> and the reason I say that I think it's because we didn't know how rugby worked is because I still don't know how rugby works. I have no clue. So what we would do is we take the football and we'd run down the field, and then when you got tackled, you just had to throw the ball up in the air. And then, like, whoever caught it, you just, and whoever got the, got the ball back to their end of the field, like that, you scored or yeah. whatever. Um, and you just kept doing that over and over again. And uh, then Joe broke his collarbone playing that game. Dad gone. Yeah, he got hit pretty hard. I hear that's a painful ass. Yeah, he, breaking your collarbone. Yeah, he 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 laid out there for a little bit. He he seemed like he was in quite a bit of pain. I don't, I've never done it, but it seemed like it was. Mo just had to somebody just showed up up here at the gym. And Mo had to walk out. What they want, Mo? Oh, uh, they were looking for some classes for their kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did they find them? Um, I got them sorted. Oh, they were looking for a place to put their kids for classes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Cool. 
All right. Yes, sir. Yes, maybe. That's good. Yeah, I like I like signing up new clients, even though we're on a wait list right now for our kids' program. Speaking of kids, yeah, I came to watch them get ranked up this morning. That was pretty cool. Yeah. They uh, – it was it took a lot out of me for some reason. It, it just lasted did. for a while. You had a good group this morning. Yeah. This was smaller than last time, but it just took – for some reason, it just took a lot out of me. I just – I was so tired when it was over. I, don't I was know. sitting at the uh, I was sitting at the house, and I told my wife I said, I'm going to head to the gym. She said I thought y'all wasn't doing the podcast till later. And I said um, I said well they got a kids ranking going on, and I was curious as to see. I've never I've never came. In, I don't have any kids in the class, so yeah. But I was you know I was bored. So I let my son. But I enjoyed it. I let my son try to rank, and honestly, I think I didn't give it to him because he's my son. Because and I don't think he like. In class, I don't think he's good enough. But like, as far as like the actual test itself, he did as good as like a couple, one of one of the kids that I did rank up. But as the other kid second tried it, and it like Sawyer had another stripe. Before, he was a three stripe white belt, and so like the other kid Preston, like they messed up the same amount of times. But I uh, I gave it to Preston. I didn't give it to Sawyer. Um, it's like I, reverse I, favoritism. I saw you over on that other map, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't walk over and pay too much attention. Was you just yeah. putting each each one into like an individual so like, scenario or so something? Like, well, like for your gray and white belt, all you have to know is our core values. Um, you have to know our like all the positions, and you have to know how to tie your belt. And that's all you have to know to be, get a gray and white belt. Okay, I thought and I you saw have to like have a basic belt. understanding of like how to roll and stuff, but um, and not just be a little bitch. But um, <laughs> that's uh, that that's the that's the premise. You know what I mean? Okay. Like. Like it's not a hard, it's not super hard, but like remembering all, like you, when you're in half, half guard, you have to remember, like I want you to have the underhook and the head control. So like a couple of kids like messed up on that, or when you're in full guard, like make sure you're in posture, your hands aren't on the floor, stuff like that, you know. Um, but it was a good morning. It was a good morning. I enjoyed it. Um, I just didn't, uh, I didn't account for how much it was going to take out of me, man. I was it so dead. While, yeah. I was so dead after that. I was like. And then I tried to hold mitts for my son after, and holy shit, what a fucking nightmare that was. You just can't train your own kids, I don't think. You know? It's just really hard. It's really hard to train your own kids because, like, I think I would have been – I mean, he's only five. He he turned five in December. He hasn't been five that long. But – and his striking – like, honestly, his ones and twos aren't that bad, but, like, there's little things. Like, sometimes he doesn't rotate his punch over. He, like, punches with his thumb pointed to the ceiling, or he'll uh, get his ones and twos mixed up. Normal five-year-old stuff. I just can't deal with it. I just can't deal with it, bro. I don't know. It just drives me me crazy. And then this little fucker – listen to what he said. (laughs) This little piece of shit. I love this kid, but he he just knows how to get to me. He presses. He he knows. He knows what buttons to press. He felt bad about it afterwards, but he said uh, he got frustrated because I got frustrated, so he like fell on the floor and he was like covering his face. Oh yeah, I remember what it was. He didn't have his hands up, so I like tapped him on the head with the boxing mitt, (laughs) and he like fell out on the floor. I was like, oh, you're never gonna be a good fighter falling out on the floor every time you get tapped. He said, yeah. That's why I think karate's better. Really? Yeah, I, t- I, I was done after that. I took the mitts off. Like and he left. stabbed you in the chest. I was done. I said, "What? I said, what? What'd you just say to me? What'd you oh just God. say to me?" I took my mitts off. I put, I put them bitches on the shelf, and I went to my office. I was done for the day. I didn't talk to him again for a while. I was like, "I don't want to talk to you right now. You go play." Dang, I'm done. They I'm just, done. He just stabbed you right yep. there. Stabbed me in the heart. Just, 
just stabbed me right in the heart. You remember Mo had an encounter with a guy at the uh, Cracker Barrel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there was a there was a guy. You want to tell that story? Don't use the don't use the gym name that he used. I don't okay. have a problem with the guy yeah. that owns that owns that facility for sure. Well, I was just all I was doing was leaving Cracker Barrel. That's all I was doing, walking out, and a guy noticed the our hoodie. You know, it has our our relentless name on it and everything like that. And he goes, "Oh, you go to that and gym? everything like that? What else? Uh, is like, it has our slogan. You know, firm believer, punch people in the mouth, and, uh, okay. you know, and our hoodie and our symbol on it." Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you train at Relentless? I was like, yeah, I do, I do. And he's like, and then he just drops it out and like didn't stutter, didn't have a little pause or anything. He was just like, so-and-so karate's better. And I was like, <laughs> it was like I didn't laugh. I should have. Should have. I should have just laughed directly, but I was just being nice. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. bro. Stuff yeah, like man. that just catches you off guard, though. It's like, I would have said something. I'm at a point in my life I would have said something. I think I would have, too. I definitely would have said something. I I t- to be you, honest, I don't think I would I have laughed. Have I ever told? Uh, yeah, I think I probably would have to. Like the obnoxious laugh, like <laughs> yeah, like pointed, <laughs> yeah, like like pointed at him and laughed. That's what I would have done. I had a big old grin on, but I was you know the masks were pretty mandated, so I had the mask on as I was leaving, so he didn't see me like the biggest like dummy look smile going like. What was have I ever? I know y'all probably heard this story about the Hannah laughing at that guy at that party. It's a long, it's a long time ago. She'd only had like a couple fights at this I time. I don't think I've ever heard this. She was a. Uh, I wasn't there. She was at a party with some other people from the gym, and uh, this guy comes up, and he was like, "Man, it's uh, it's great to have be in here with like some fellow like fighters." And Hannah looked at him and was like, "You don't fucking fight. Like, what are you talking about?" <laughs> and this dude's like chubby and he's not in shape. And uh, it's it's funny because he there's a possibility he's gonna listen to this podcast. Uh, still a funny story, so I'm gonna tell it. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Uh, so she, uh, he's like, oh well, pff, you know, I've done Shotokan karate for the last twelve years, and she just like she was drunk, but she just like die belly laughs in this dude's face, <laughs> just <laughs> like pointing and laughing, and the dude's getting mad. And then like a mutual friend that trained at the gym was like trying to like smooth it over. And he's like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and just let you at like I've wasted the last 12 years of my life. And she's like, well, you did. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was, it was just like you did. Dude, like, you ain't got to be that savage about it. Like, Man. like if you want to come talk to me about your traditional martial arts experience, I will gladly listen to you. I try not to be overly judgmental because I don't think that it's a complete waste of time. I think a lot of it is silly. I think it is a waste of time, but I don't think it's a complete waste of time. There are some good aspects to it. I think that it teaches a lot of the wrong premises, but if you get in my face and you tell me that so-and-so karate place is better, like a better place to train than where I train, like another place here in town, I'm going to laugh in your face. I'm going to, too. I'm going to laugh in your face. Like, okay, bro. I'm sorry, and 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 this is no, nothing against because we may have some listeners that own or train at other martial arts studios here in town. If that's the case, that is awesome for you. That's the culture that you vibe with. You don't vibe with our culture. Not everyone is going to vibe with our culture, and that's something in business you just have to accept that not everybody's going to vibe with your culture. Mm-hmm. Not everybody belongs here, man. Not everybody fits in here. Not everybody's going to fit in here. Not everybody's going to want to fit in here, and that's okay. But if you're telling me that you're training there, because you feel that you are a better fighter, a be- you are better trained from training there. Unless you're training for board breaking or point sparring, then you would be here. I'm probably going to laugh at you. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. And if you don't agree with that, 
if you train at another martial arts place here in town, I invite you to please come on a Tuesday or Thursday night when we're sparring, 6.15, glove up, and prove me wrong. And if you can prove me wrong, I'll sign up at your gym. This Point blank. This yeah. Happen. yeah, I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I will. I'll sign up at your gym. Anyway, so, and I, I'll run my school and learn at yours too and mm-hmm. learn more, you know, just, yep. hey, you know something I don't. Yep. Cool. So anyway, uh, some cool fight news coming up. Uh, Gordon Ryan trolled the whole world by signing with 1FC. Everybody that was going to be an MMA fight. Turns out it's just grappling in a cage, which I don't give a shit about. Really? Yeah, it's not MMA. It's just grappling. Damn, you just filled me in on some news. I for real thought it was MMA. Yep, yep. Not big news at all. It's just he's going to be grappling for 1FC. It's just grappling in a cage. Well, I bit that hook. Yep, I think that's what everybody was kind of counting on. That was like the marketing strategy, I think. Um at first, I was like super excited because I'm like, let's see if Gordon Ryan can make the transition. Right, I was thinking so too. Because a lot of a lot of jujitsu competitors have trouble with it, and a lot of MMA fighters yeah. have trouble making that transition too at a high level. You know, when you start talking about going to a high level of competition grappling, coming from MMA into competition grappling, it's really difficult transition to make. And coming from com- a high level of competition grappling in MMA, that's a difficult transition to make. They're both. I mean, it's a different sport, as I've said on here before. Making that transition is difficult. So could the greatest jujitsu guy of our generation, for sure, make the transition? I don't know. Oh, excuse me. I don't know. I don't know. It's, a, it's, an, interesting, it's an interesting thing to wonder. Yeah. Um, well, dang. That's, I don't think you could do it at a super high level. But I think you could do it. Yeah. I, and, yeah, well, I think like, so. Like if you were fighting at 205, I don't think he could yeah. go make it a fight with John Jones. I don't think he could make no. it a fight with Idra Adesanya necessarily. I mean, I don't think he could catch him, but I don't think he could make it a fight with, you know, but like, you know, for one FC, yeah, I think he could probably make it a fight and do well in that promotion. Dang, he had me fooled. I thought it was going to be MMA. To my knowledge, it's just going to be grappling. Another cool grappling match coming up. Gabby Garcia. Who's she, who's she grappling Uh, against? Craig Craig Jones. Jones, Yeah. Yeah. Craig Jones versus Gabby Garcia. Um, That's going to be interesting. I thought that was a joke at first, but it seems to be official. Who do you guys got, man? <laughs> Who you I'm got? gonna go with Craig. Craig Jones. Let me. I, I screenshotted the. Uh, Her height's wrong, and that's all the tape. Says she's six six. It? She's only six two. Let me see. That, that makes me wonder what else is wrong in it. Probably yeah. <laughs> uh, it says he's thirty seven. She's thirty. Uh, it does say she's six six. It says he's five six. Damn, I didn't realize he was that small. I bet he's taller than that. Five six, one eighty five. <clears throat> nah. yeah, he, yeah, he's got to be a little taller than that. Says so she's two eighty five. Yeah, shit. that might be true at times. <laughs> that's a big like, woman. I, I, it, she seems just on that picture. Like that's just just the size difference alone in the picture. Yeah, it, um, this is five seven. Craig Jones five seven. I, I'm going to be honest, um, and I'm going to catch some flack for this. Maybe I don't think Gabby Garcia's jujitsu is very good. I don't think so either. I think she has trash jujitsu. Would I you think, like to watch that? Uh huh. <laughs> Out of curiosity, if nothing else, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's like if Henry Cejudo and Amanda Nunes fought. I'm picking Henry Cejudo, but I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'd pay, I'd pay it's it. like a train wreck. I can't look away. I'm not gonna not watch it. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. Like I'm not gonna not watch this guy murder this woman. I wonder when that. When is that supposed to take place? Um, 
I don't know. I haven't seen the date on it. It's it's an interesting concept. Now I'm not big enough in the world of competition jujitsu to um um you know tell you exactly like a lot about Craig Jones. Like I don't I don't really watch a lot of Craig Jones stuff. I, I'm just saying that I don't think that Gabby Garcia has great jujitsu, and I think that the reason that Gabby Garcia's jujitsu is good is because she's literally the only six foot two. Six foot three, whatever she is, jacked up, roided out, two hundred and eighty pound female in the world that's a black belt in jujitsu. But she did just get beat like about two weeks ago, I think. But um, I'll tell you exactly her name. Hold on one second. I'm pulling it up. So who do you got? You haven't said who you who you got. Craig Jones, because that's what I'm saying. Gabby Garcia's jujitsu isn't very good. To gotcha. Me. Like I've seen her compete before. And there's just like she doesn't seem to be that technical. Same thing when she fights MMA. I don't think she's a very good fighter either. Just kind of relies on that size. Yeah, she, she just bull, bull rushes people. I mean, I'm not saying her jiu-jitsu is necessarily bad. I mean, clearly she trains with good people. But uh, I mean, I'm not even saying that I'm better than her. But at a world class level, I don't think her jiu-jitsu is very good. I just think that she, I think she just kind of bull rushes other weaker, smaller, less athletic women and just kind of bullies them you know i've seen i've seen way smaller way smaller way less athletic females take her into deep water and make a really tough matches and beat her before so a man doing the same thing mm, i just i mean there are bile i don't give a shit what the the cancel cancel culture police say there are biological differences between men and women. There just are. Now, she might be trying to make it up for them with injections. Um, I'm sure she probably is. But there just are biological differences between men and women that I don't know that there's enough injections in the world that you can make up for. You right, know? Yeah. That they, there just are. Like, you're not going to just – there just are. And even with that much of a size difference, I think that she could win, but – because of the size difference, I mean, she's quite a lot bit larger. I mean, she's what like a hundred pounds on this got a hundred pounds on this guy, but I just don't see. I don't see it. I don't see it. Let me see. I can't find who she fought her. I know she lost one because uh, according to Wikipedia, it says she lost for the first time in two years, and that's when she started advocating for um, grappling matches against males. Why? I don't know. Because she, you lost to a woman. Why do you want to fight yeah. a male? It says she was calling out. Let me read it to you. Per This is this is per Wikipedia. Like I say, it says in 2021, after losing a professional jiu-jitsu match for the first time in two years, Garcia began to call for matches to be made between her and several high-profile male grapplers. That seems like a silly time to do that. Right. Right, right, right after, after a loss. Yeah, to a girl. <laughs> and then it says after a matter of days, she managed to get – ADCC medalist Craig Jones to verbally agree to compete against her in an intergender match. Although the match has not been officially booked for any promotions yet, which I think now it's been I think they both agreed to it, but I don't know if it's been booked. But I don't know when that's supposed to take place. I'm like you, though. I'd like to see it. I, well, I mean, if nothing <laughs> else, I mean, the woman is a physical specimen. Yeah, but she's jacked. I mean, you look at this girl, and that's her. I mean... That's her. She, if you can't, she's I know you guys. Damn, she's if pretty damn <laughs> I think that was before MMA fight. I mean, she's she's huge. She's a she's a massive. She's a that's her next to Vanderlei Silva, who is the axe murderer, two hundred five pounds in MMA, and she makes him look small. 
Yeah, she's I mean, pretty big. I mean, she's a big woman. She's a she is a big, big woman. Damn, um, good lord. Yeah, she's <laughs> massive. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's a physical specimen. Damn. Um, but yeah, like you said, you, you just coming off of off a, a loss. Mass, yeah. It's just hard for me to. It's hard for me to. Uh, it's hard for me to get behind it. It's hard for me to get excited about it. You know what's really cool is I like about this show is we, we're going to talk MMA a little bit. And, you know, we, we're going to talk picks for MMA fights. The funny thing about that is, you know, there's fights tonight. Well, we, we can talk our picks. Before anybody actually listens to this episode, the fights will have already happened. So, oh, yeah. so like, <laughs> unlike other times where you make picks, and it's like, well, we'll see if he's right or not. And a lot of people will forget when everybody listens to this episode, when we, when we make our picks – Everybody listens to the episode on Monday, and they're like, "What a bunch of fucking idiots!" Like, <laughs> you thought you thought Francis Nagano was going to take him? Like, you're crazy! Like, and I do think Francis Nagano might take this fight. I think so. I'd like to see Steve win. I'd it, love but to. I really think. I think Francis Nagano might 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 take this one home because you know you got to beat the same fighter twice. The other thing is, is I just can't imagine Stepe's body being in the same shape it was. In the last fight, you're talking the amount of damage he's taking at heavyweight, right? Like, I mean, he's already set the record for the most heavyweight title defenses, and the reason that that is is because at heavyweight, it's really hard to defend titles because yeah, multiple times times. because you, your body just can only take so much punishment, and you've got those hammers swinging at you. Like, I, we talked about on the episode a while back, they were saying, which I only heard Dana White repeating this stuff, but you know, they were saying that like. Uh, Francis Nagano hits with the same force as a sledgehammer being swung from overhead at full strength. Dude, or, I can believe it. Or uh, the same as a as a Ford Fusion or a Ford Focus. It's ninety five horsepower. The same the same impact as one of those those cars hitting you at full speed. Like that's how hard he hits. That's me dead. <laughs> right? Isn't that's it? like me that's dead. just that that's a that's a murder. Dude, that's did a, you like, did you say when he hit uh, Alistair over him? With that oh, uppercut, man. Uh-uh. like somebody my size, oh, I'd be in a coma. Oh my gosh! And Alistair Overeem, I mean, that's a specimen of a human too. You know what I mean? It's a that's wonder a, didn't kill him. Yeah, I mean, he's a specimen of a human. And then you see him get hit with that. I mean, he just—it was unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Somebody like me getting hit like that, I'm fucked up for the rest of me. You're done. I'm yeah, done. yeah. I couldn't you, take. I that. mean, you're drinking out of a straw and getting coloring books forever, for Christmas forever after that. Like it's it's, oh, it's over. It's over. Coloring book Christmases and and, and slim fast is what you're living on. I mean that's this, yeah that man that would yeah that took my head smooth off no doubt. Like I said, I, who do you guys got? You got you got Nagano. Who I yeah I want Steve to win, but I think Nagano is going to win. What 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 UFC is this? Two sixty. I'm going to go ahead and make my official pick. Um. I'm going to make my official pick as Stipe. You're going Stipe? Even though I just said Nagano. I'm, I'm going Nagano. Uh, I'm going to say Stipe just because the thing about fighters like Nagano is I don't know if he made the the necessary adjustments to face Stipe in this fight. I mean, Stipe's a monster, dude. He is, and I don't know that Nagano is, like, was able to go back intelligently to the drawing board and do the things he needed to do to yep. be able to beat him. You, you you start getting into 
like speculation of what they did in their camp. Yeah. That, that it makes it difficult to call the fight. Yeah. You know, cause I don't know what you did. I don't know what, you know, your, your camp looked like. I don't know that you are making the necessary judgment adjustments. I don't know that you are developing as a fighter enough so that you can fight at this level. We got Sean O'Malley versus Thomas Almeida. Oh, Sugar Sean. Who y'all got on that? I'm going with Sean O'Malley. I'll go with O'Malley. O'Malley. Yep. Uh, I don't know who either one of these girls are to fly weight. Jillian Robertson, Miranda Maverick. Um, I don't either. I don't know either one of them. And I don't know the guy under there either. There's quite a few people that I don't. Yeah, there's a lot of new guys, man. Yeah. I don't. I've really got to get, just if nothing else, just for the podcast. I got to get back in the habit of watching fights. Yeah. Because. I go to making these. I can't make predictions when I don't know anything about the people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like in, well, there's so many on the roster now. It used to not be that many, but now they're just. Yeah, I'm just. I've, I'm. I'm suffering from fight exhaustion, and have like to the point where. If I have to put in so much effort to keep up with the sport, I'm gonna just completely check out of the sport, and which is what I've done. You know, it's gotten to the point where like. If I want to know what's going on in the UFC, then I have to, like, literally watch fights every week. Yeah, because they're putting them on a lot now. Yeah, every weekend. There's a fight every weekend. Pay-per-view UFC cards, whatever. News, yeah. yeah, there's fights. I mean, then you got your contender fights, whatever. Like, yep. I just, I don't, it's too many people for me to care about. I'm not saying that they're making the, the a bad move, you know? I, I'm not saying that. I'm sure they're making more money because they've got more shows, they've got more pay-per-views. I'm sure that they're making more money. I'm not I'm not dissing that. But what I am saying is, is for me as a fan, for me as a fan, I can't keep up with everybody. And I want to, but I can't. And so yeah. I have a decision. I can either keep up with everybody or nobody. Well, I don't have time to keep up with everybody, so I just keep up with nobody. So I know, like, the champions in most of the weight classes. I, you know, the top couple guys at, like, 85 and 205 – I know a few heavyweights, you know, but like for the most part, I'll be honest, man. The last time I watched a UFC event was Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor, and then I will watch the one tonight here. The yeah, that was the last time I watched one. It's it's, yeah. it's just tough for me to it's just tough for me to find the time to yeah. get into them, man. You know, I had a conversation. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and the conversation we were actually having at the time has nothing to do with what I want to talk about. And I know that a lot of people are going to really disagree. With what I'm about to say, I'm really excited about it. Um, the conversation was talking about uh, feminism, mm-hmm. right? And so before we even get started. It's already sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Before we even get started, I am a feminist by the true definition of the word. I believe that a woman, if she puts in the same amount of effort as a man and does the same work as a man, should receive the same pay as a man and the same opportunities mm-hmm. as a man. By the definition of feminism, that is a feminist. Okay, so before we go any further, before you start sending me hate mail, like, that's what a feminist is. And if you disagree with that, you're probably a piece of shit, right? <laughs> the, the problem is, is like some of the feminist agenda, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. kind of flips out on its head. Because a lot of women, a lot of women don't actually want that. A lot of women want the same result without the same output, without the same expectation, without the same pressure, but the same opportunity. Right. Mm -hmm. So like when you look at like and that this is not at all the point that I was trying to make, but I'll go into it. Like when you put look at the fact that society puts way more career pressure on men than it does women. Okay, 
um, a man's value is always in his output. And a lot of people call that toxic masculinity. And I call that life. It's just a fucking fact. Mm -hmm. As a guy, your only value in this world is your output. It's your production. If you're not producing, you're not valuable. Chris Rock said his grandmother used to say that a broke man is like a broke hand. You can't do shit with it. Mm -hmm. It's just a fact. Okay. Now, there's some upsides and downsides to both of these things. But the upside to that is that men, on the other hand, women's value typically in society's terms is more related to their sex appeal and their attractiveness, which is eventually going to fade. And it's kind of unfair because they're not really in control of that. You can work hard. You can get a nice body you can have surgery done, whatever. But overall, you're not really that in complete control of it. Mm-hmm. But as men, we are in control of our production. So that's really where like the world is unfair to women. As men, we become more valuable and higher of higher value as we get older because our production increases. We learn how to make more money. We get, we, we attain status. We, um, gain more skills. We learn how to do new things. Women, oftentimes their value decreases as time goes on because they become less attractive. I'm not saying that it's right on either case. Both cases are probably wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. You're not going to change human nature overnight. It's the way it's just right, the way yeah. the world turns. Yeah. Okay. Um, the point I was making though was we got off on this subject and I was like, and it, we were talking about like women staying at home and why women no longer wanted to stay at home. And the reason for that is because there's not as much to do at home as there used to be, okay? Yeah. If you go back a few hundred years, like I think it's hilarious. This is the point I was getting to. <clears throat> and you may have saw it on my notes on my, on my little whiteboard up there um, where it says, uh, life used to be simpler, question mark. Life used to be simpler. You sure about that? You sure life used to be simpler? What time are you talking about exactly where life was yeah. simpler? Because I guarantee you, let's pick a, a a generation before our parents' generation. Let's find this. Maybe our parents' generation, the grandparents' generation, you can say life was simpler or you want to. But um, 1940s, you had 18-year-olds storming beaches and getting blown into smithereens. Okay, let's just look at day-to-day life 500 years ago. You got up every day and worked your ass off, even in America, a couple hundred years ago, all right? If you farmed, which is what, I mean, as an agricultural society, what we did, the man was up at 4 a.m., okay? The woman was up at 3. Mm-hmm. She had breakfast on the table waiting for him. Sometimes they got up at the same time. He'd go work for a little while, come back and eat breakfast. But a lot of times she got up, she got up earlier than he did mm-hmm. and did that work with a baby on her hip, Okay. Then would turn around, wash every stitch of clothes by hand and a scrub board. She made the butter. They lived these very hard lives yeah. in houses that were not air conditioned or heated. You know, you had a fireplace and you had to go chop yeah. wood to get. Dude, this is the simplest our life has ever been. Right, yeah. To say that life used to be simpler is absolutely mm-hmm. ignorant. Life is never simpler. Just about everything yeah. nowadays is automated. Yes. Every meal had to be hunted, right? Yeah. Or grew, or, or, yeah, harvested. Yeah, yeah. What do you? What life used to be simpler? I can get pounds of meat, cheese, and bread delivered to the window of my car without ever getting up. Yeah, 
Are you serious? Yeah. There's more money than there's ever been. I can look at literally find anything out at the touch of a finger. And we're talking about this is the greatest time to be alive. I can make almost any room I walk into whatever temperature I will fucking want it to be. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like within reason. Within reason. Yeah. Like like dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Like the fact that you're complaining about the fact that life isn't simple enough. Yeah, it's so simple. The problem is life is too simple. Yeah. Like that's my, the problem. Like my brother, he lives in North Carolina. I'd like to talk to him today. Hey, I'll call him instead of having to get on a damn horse and ride for 2 weeks. <laughs> yeah. 2 yeah. weeks probably to get there. Just pick him up, pick up the phone. Dude, call so and so. Or if you do want to go see him, you can be there tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You can. Yeah. You could. You real. could go get in your car and drive, then be there yeah. tomorrow. It's He's there. where? In North Carolina. Yeah. What? Ten, twelve hours. Ten hours. Ten hour drive. Yeah. On horseback. Long <laughs> ass time. A week at oh. least. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> at least. If yeah, fuck. If you don't get sick, I, I'm gonna be honest way. with you. I have no clue how long it would take to do that on horse. It's a, I don't, bet a long ass don't, time. Don't let me front. Okay, but the point. That's the point I'm making. Like. The problem is, is when life isn't simple, it what you're worried about becomes simple. Yeah. Okay. Like when you when before now, the only things we needed to worry about was, hmm, oh, sure hope it fucking drains or my children are going to starve to death. <laughs> now we're like, I sure hope my my child gets in the right school so he can get a scholarship to freaking duke yeah you know what i mean like like no <laughs> those are don't compare those problems you piece of shit yeah dude yeah. poor people are fat in our country yep think about that shit dude poor people are the fat people yep poor people are eating too many calories <laughs> and getting fat yep that's not poor people. Mm-mm. That's not poor people. Sorry. That's not poor people. Maybe they're not getting the good calories. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. But they're fat. They're oh, yeah. getting too many calories. Yep. Dude, I when people start complaining about this shit, it drives me absolutely up the wall. <laughs> it drives me absolutely up the wall. I can see it in your eyes right now. <laughs> it, drives me, it drives me crazy. <laughs> and so many girls love to be like, oh, I just feel like I was born in the wrong decade. Oh, do dude. you? Because I just heard you bitch about having to wear blue jeans in 90 degree heat. You think you were supposed to be born in the 1700s, pumpkin, where you had to wear a corset and a big fat dress and it was so big you couldn't even reach the door handle? People would open doors for you and you yeah. would pass out? And you didn't get to take a bath but once every after everybody else did. Yeah. Gross. That's awful. That sounds terrible. It looks cool. When no. you look at it on TV. No way. But you're not... Everybody Everybody thinks they have good ideas until you actually have to do it. I want to take everybody that thinks that they know anything and just make them do it for a month. Because a day is not long enough. A week's not long enough. Yeah. A month. You have to live this lifestyle for one month. And then you get to pick. You can stay here or go back to the real world. And I'd be willing to bet 99.999% of the time, those motherfuckers coming back. Mm-hmm. They're coming back, bro. They're coming back. Yep. I, I mean, yeah, the people are talking about like the, uh, like the economy or whatever, dude. 
things are not that bad. Like even when things are bad, they're not that fucking bad. Uh, I saw a meme the other day. It was uh, the apocalypse we wanted. It was like a Mad Max scene. And the apocalypse we got, it was like the dad from South Park. And he was like sitting there in his underwear, like <laughs> slobber on himself. Like, where's my check? Like, <laughs> like, that's fucking life, dude. Yeah. That's real life. The fact that these fat turds have the audacity to sit around and talk about they were born in the wrong decade. Go fuck yourself. And most of the ones that are saying that don't realize what it's like to not have one of these. Absolutely, dude. I'm talking about a free young Se- cell, like, phone. You know, a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there pointing a cell phone like everybody, like can, everybody see can see it. Like everybody can see it. Because there's a camera. Yeah. You know? But yeah, yeah, most of the ones, the young folks that are saying that have no clue what it's like to go with that. Even a lot of the older folks. Yeah, I, I, in my opinion, okay, so if the old people, old people, older people that live through it, they may actually mean it because they're confused. Um, by the new technology and stuff like it's weird to them i think mostly what they miss like when an old man says he misses the old days i think what he really misses is testosterone and human growth hormone yeah i think he just misses how i used to feel like they i sure felt a lot better back in the 1960s than i do now i bet you do because you're 90 and you probably feel pretty rough that sense of accomplishment from a day to day. Yeah, yeah, like having a job and having accomplishment, having having uh, having women look at you and think that you are sexually viable. You know, not, not even attracted to, just viable. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> just he can have sex. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's a possibility that can that can physically happen, yeah. um, which is sad because you know for men a lot of times they can physically continue to have sex into a pretty old age. Yeah, closure ears on this one feminist this is gonna sting a lot of times men with uh oh man i really hope my wife doesn't listen to this episode or take this the wrong way because <laughs> i'm not talking this is never going to happen to us baby but a lot of times i think that the reason men have erectile dysfunction is they're just tired of trying to fuck that old 70 year old hag in the other room and you think when you get older that you're going to get a, suddenly attracted to old ladies. And I don't think that you do. I think that you just like, because I, I don't think my dick would work for a 70-year-old either. Like, I think that if a 70-year-old tried to have sex with me, I think I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Brought to you by Relentless MMA and Fitness.